You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The Encoder, we live. Welcome back. Thank you once again for hanging out with us. This is the one and only IT in the D Show, episode 385, <coughs> brought to you live from our quarantined homes. This is Bob the Sales Guy. That's Dave the Geek. Randy, I do the Twitter. Oh, I said it is doing it. It's fine. Doing the Twitter. <laughs> Find us online. ITV.com. Give us a like on the socials and subscribe to us everywhere. Find podcasters. So I'm trying to think. This makes this makes Bob's wrong plus 369, I believe. Yeah, yeah 60, you said 69. Um, See, it's kind of like the Bernie meme. It only lasts about three days. So like, you know, Randy, I do the blanks, is doing the blanks. Right. It lasted about three days. Um, then we move on. Kind of like um, kind of like GameStop. Um, lasted three days, and now the, you know, whole, you know. we. It's the problem with this show. Wait, so that's, that's, that's still not going on? Yes. Yes and no. It's kind of gone. Like, now everyone, like, the whole, like, hold – Hold. Well, yeah. That's whole. I think that the T-shirts are just starting to come out now, and it's like I don't know, the Dogecoin T-shirts. So, listen. I know you haven't been living under a rock. You've been following us really close. Um, I I, I just want to bring it up because there's some people <laughs> that I really want to trash on. This this is absolutely one of those weeks where uh, I I wish um, we did a show more than once a week. Every day, no, I know that's what I said. What's bad that we record on Mondays? It's like pretty much it's done. Um, and all I gotta say is hooray for the good guys, and the good guys are the people that found out that these hedge funds were trying to short and trash these companies that are hanging on by a thread anyway. And there's like 50, well, I mean, employees. I, let's I mean, let's be clear. So they're they're like they're not they're not technically trashing on the company. They are taking a position and they're taking a gamble that the stock is going to drop below where it is today. And that's so now let, let me be I wanna put this I wanna state this on record. I would rather collect bottles than buy short <laughs> stock. <laughs> yeah. It is uh it is it is very vulturish. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 a, it's it's shit. It makes the system suck like if you want to buy stock at like five bucks and then ride it out for 10 years like and sell it like normal people do then you know great and if you if, if you're good enough to know which one's going to go up good on you but you know you know amc's in the toilet and you're going to take a short on it like you know game stops hurting and you're going to take a short on it like you know be bold. Go go short on GE or something. You know, but like, Bob, like, you, Gordon Gecko taught us that greed was good. Uh, <laughs> there's a no, you dude. I, his number was more. You know my number. I have a number. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, we've talked about this many times. Yeah. Most people, I like my number is never more. Like the 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 Bob in Grand Rapids is for sale, and that's my name. So I'm like, holy sweet Jesus. Um, it's fifteen million dollars, and I go. If I got fifteen million dollars, I'm not. No, I'm buying nothing. I'm done. <laughs> well, I'm gonna buy all. The, I'm gonna buy all the dumb shit that I want, but I'm not gonna buy a business. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Then I gotta work. Um, but then you got like the media now is starting to take the hedge fund side. And they're like these crazy these redditors they, they're making it out like these people did something wrong and you have people coming on tv now going we need regulation like regulation for what talking about a stock on social media well so and, and that's the fun through traditional means and that's and that's the funny part to me is i'm sorry but like you know the sec and like nasdaq saying they're going to regulate stuff that they see showing up on social media okay so if, if you see it in a chat room does that mean you're going to start regulating anything that's discussed in a boardroom because that's where all these conversations have been happening for decades martini bars and yeah. houses and yeah dude and here's the kicker um our old buddy from 2008 crash ben bernanke guess what he does today yep he's uh he sits on the board at citadel what does citadel own robin hood 40 percent of it robin yep the, yeah you want to talk about trash and shit halting uh selling 
they halt buying or selling? Both. I, I, they halt. They they halted. They halted buying, I believe. Um, and then they eventually it was buying. Bu- yeah. yeah. And and it was weird how it all came down because so yes, I mean a, a lot of the flurry of activity was happening on, um, on a Reddit forum and then a Discord channel. Uh, the Discord channel got shut down. Um, because apparently as happens on the internet, people got stupid and shitty, um, and became assholes. And, and so discord said, oh, well, this violates our, our, our content policy at idiota, shut it down. Um, and, and well, yeah, to Facebook too, cause I got invited to the Facebook group. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with what happened. I mean, you know, God bless the guy that actually did the research. Cause let's be real. Reading through the documentation to find out what a hedge fund has a short position in is not thrilling reading. Like this is not a Tom Clancy novel. This is not you know uh, you know a, a, an action packed ride. Um, it is dry, boring, stale ass financial documents. And he noticed that like one this you know this one hedge fund in particular was like, had a super heavy position um, shorting uh, GameStop. And said, you know what? What if we boost that up and a make a little money and b happen to screw them while we're doing it? Cool. Yeah, not just screw them, uh, f them dry in the. Oh yeah, dude. They the backseat of the Volkswagen. Yeah, I believe they lost. Uh, what was it? Sixty three percent of their entire value um, in the month of January. It's in the double digit billions. Yeah, uh, my. Uh, my favorite is uh, George Sherman is the CEO of GameStop. Oh, dude, this was an amazing story. Yeah, he's just basically biting his nails and riding this COVID thing out and figuring out how the hell do you sell games you can download at home. Well, yeah, because, um, I mean, the and, so, and, so the guy, when he became CEO, and it was, what, two years ago, they gave him they gave yeah. him 2.3 million shares. So, yeah, two, the stock was $25. He got $10 a share. Um it was 2.3 million shares in the company. Uh, it was worth 23 million dollars. Today, mm-hmm. he's worth eight billion on paper. Sell. Sell. <laughs> well, and so, and I, and I think that's you know, honestly, so like one of the things I read is that they can't, like the people on the board of the company and that sort of thing, can't sell until the quarterly earnings come out, which I believe is March. Um, so, you know, yeah, he went from biting his nails, riding out COVID to biting his nails, waiting to see how this shit's going to last until March so he can cash out. Right. I mean, I would. Cool stories though. There's like a, like a 10 year old kid who got like 60 bucks at GameStop stock on his birthday and now it's worth like 3,400 Yep. and they're going to, you know, they're going to keep a thousand for investing, put 2,200 in for college. I'm like, stuff like that makes me, uh makes me smile and by the time i found out about it it was way too late and i'm not you know i'm not at the point where i'm throwing a lot of money on that stuff anymore like you know you might as well throw it on black at the casino that's open (laughs) right now serving food um with um but for the most part i mean and then you got then the word like you got jimmy kimmel who's taking the side of the hedge fund people like and being all virtuous i don't know somebody was trying he was. He said some shit online. I wish I would have remembered it. I tried to wipe it out, but they were just trashing on him about, how, oh, weren't you the one that did blackface, Jimmy? Uh, weren't you the one that had girls with big boobs jumping on trampolines? Right. Now you're being all virtuous? Now you're being virtuous? Like, I know you got a little older, but come on, man. Well, I mean, but, that, you know, that's one of those things. I mean, I mean, I guess that, you know, God, the man show was, what, 20 years ago now? Yeah. See, here's the thing. If you documented, like, see, here's the thing. Jackass, they're still doing jackass. (laughs) You go from jackass to now you're trying to be some, like, news president. Like, you know, (laughs) Knoxville still, you know, he's in the hospital right now because jackass four, they're getting told for this shit. Like, like, seriously, there's like three of them in the hospital. Is is that the title? Is that the title of the movie? We're too old for this shit. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. You no, know, jackass gonna jackass. You can't go from, you know, I, I can't imagine Bill Burr all of a sudden now going on like 
I'm your CNN host, Bill Burr. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about politics. Yeah. <laughs> and Kimmel's in a bad spot because he's, it's the late show, but like, you don't, I don't know, man. It's kind of like Carson. I don't, not that I watch Carson religiously, but Letterman never took political positions. Like, kiss my ass. Ah, Letterman was pretty liberal. He, he absolutely was. Oh, he was, but it wasn't not in a smug dick. Way oh, yeah. Kimmel is true. It's different. I don't. I don't. You know, it's one thing if you're. I don't care what you are, but it's like once you turn into an asshole about it, and eh, yeah, in reality. Um, hey, uh, so I mean, you you lightly touched on this. Uh, so restaurants and 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 bars uh, opened up. Uh, today in the state of Michigan uh, with 25% indoor capacity. Um, I did get a little bit of clarification. I had posted about uh, posted this on my page earlier. I had spoke with a lot of people over the weekend uh, in the bar and restaurant industry, and they all ha- they all had the same confusion, which like really drove me nuts. And we've talked about this before, where like the one thing that I think is so important right now is look number one be clear, and then number two be consistent. We already know they're not consistent because we've had a, that conversation a million times. But these folks were like seriously concerned and, and a little bit tweaking out because they couldn't get a straight answer about, okay, so the letter of the law, and Randy actually posted this as a, as a response, the way it's written says that, okay, indoor has to shut down at 10 o'clock. Cool. Does that mean that they can then push everyone outside and keep using the outdoor seating and the outdoor stuff that they've invested in until their normal closing time. Nobody I talked to could get a straight answer, not from the health department, not even from the liquor commission um, as to, as to which, you know, which was, in fact, they were getting conflicting answers, which was the worst part. Uh, And so basically everybody I knew was just basically, they're like, all right, well, look, we're just going to do it. um, And we'll wait and see until somebody gets fined. And then we'll know that's the wrong way to do it. Got a little bit of clarification today, uh, late, later this afternoon, uh, from Augie, actually, of all people, um, who said that basically the Restaurant Association did get clarification uh, from the legislature uh, that, yes, only indoor has to close at 10 p.m., and then they can still operate outside. So, Speaking of fines and uh, total dick move, uh, which I'm not even shocked about. So last week we talked about you know, bar stools still in. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Bob. You know? Way to way to bring that to the national intent. <laughs> right, yeah, I did. Um, well, like uh, Portnoy, who's you know El Presidente, mm-hmm. he did the Coney off Lafayette. Well, he did it. You know, he ate both. He ate both of them inside. Yep. And guess who got fined? Well, they didn't get fined for that. So they got fined. Well, well, no, no, no. Lafayette got fined because of a follow-up visit where nobody was wearing masks. American did not get fined because when the health department showed up, everybody was. Oh yeah, well, Lafayette. They said it was the third time this month. Yeah, um, but for wearing masks improperly. Yeah, they said they were down around their chins. Yeah. It was kind of like my kids this weekend playing soccer. It was all chin straps. Yeah, I was going to say, it's um, the chin diaper, uh, you know, from the uh, the pandemic episode. Uh, right. Well, you got to put one under, one, it's three now. So you got to put one over your eyes, one under your chin, and then one <laughs> over your head. <laughs> then that, then that works. Just uncover your, your mouth ears. and nose. Just get masks for everyone. Oh, right. But at least you're wearing three, so you know. <laughs> Just gimp masks for everyone, um, but yeah. So I mean, it, it uh, you know, and, and nobody would reply to a comment, you know, if they showed, you know, if they showed up because of the video. Um, I don't know if you caught this, but in one of the videos, the one at Lafayette, uh, the guy actually said, "No, no, sit down, eat it here. We'll break the law. It's okay." Probably not the smartest thing to be saying on video. <laughs> when you're on video, right? <laughs> well, and here's the thing: like you look at that going. It's one guy in one guy in the store. He's raising money for small business that we should have been doing, but he's got to do it now. Yeah, and then we're gonna find him despite that. Yep. It's like God, you know, like you know, sometimes you just want to take government and go like just, just think a little bit <laughs> for the people, by the people. <laughs> They're the ones that they gave all these PPP loans hastily to companies that didn't need them. Oh my God, them. that was and that's and, and the second round is just as much of a cluster. Right, and then they forget about the people that have zero revenue because of this. Mm-hmm. And you got what? Was it three thousand restaurants now are going out uh, are done? 
Yeah. Dude, it's it's not well, and the sad reality is I believe the um the stat in the story that I saw today said that at least um forty percent of restaurants in the Metro Detroit area have said even with these even with these relaxed rules, they're still not opening for indoor because their overhead far exceeds anything that they could make with only twenty five percent capacity. So why bother? Well that's their that's their biggest cost. Yeah. Turn the lights on. Well, yeah, and one staff, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and then, you know, the funny thing, all these restaurants are closing, and then you got our good buddies at Chick-fil-A open up in Shelby. Um, Jesus, tap dancing Christ. So, so hear me out here. So it's on the northeast corner of Hall and Shaner. Hall and Shaner is already a cluster. It's already a shit show, yeah. Yeah, if you ever drove on a weekend. Mm-hmm. I've had, I had um, was it my sister-in-law? Someone I was talking to going, why is Shaner backed up to the Steak and Shake? So if you know the traffic patterns, wow, it's an east-west. Hall Road's east-west. Shaner's north-south. It's on the plaza, not on the corner, but in yeah. east, like a quarter mile from Shaner, right? I don't, I'm, having a, I, I'm doing a lousy job painting this. Picture. No, I know, yeah, I know where you are. Shaner traffic. Where is it in relation to the golden butthole? I think that's what everybody needs to know. Right across the street. <laughs> right across the street. But like people were lining up at Chick-fil-A at three in the morning on opening day. Literally. Literally. We're sitting in the drive through at 3 a.m. And it's in a large plaza with like a Michaels and uh, all the. Oh, your favorite store. store. Like an huh? Your favorite store, Michaels. Yeah. Um, But like, and then what? Like, I don't think, God, I knew nobody that was in that line. I I saw quite a few people that posted pictures of it as they were driving by. Like, what the hell? You know, WTF? What the heck is going on? That kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. I mean, if, if, I mean, I guess. No, it's all the people. It was all the people trashing on the protesters. Like, don't you have homes? Right. Like, you, your ass better not be the line at Chick Fil A. Well, I mean, God, God, you remember when uh, Jesus when Hopcat opened downtown and and the line for the stupid free crack fries for a year, and we, you know, yeah. I mean, it's uh, people. It's again, they it's anything. they weren't even giving. Yeah, they weren't even giving anything away. It, it was just the selfie, the selfie op. Here I am in the Chick Fil A line. I'm one of the first people. No, no, no. Um, Dude, I I, I forgot a couple of things. I forgot a couple of things with the uh, with the GameStop stuff. I needed to talk about. Okay, um, I'm talking to one of my buddies. He's like, "You buying?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "You buying Dogecoin?" <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is Dogecoin? <laughs> so I Google it. This has got to be the one of the dumbest things. So this is a crypto currency started, but as a joke by like two guys. That not right now has like one of the highest circulations, like higher than Bitcoin in terms of like volume. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was like 0.007 cents. Now it's like three, four, five cents. It goes up and down. Um, but like everyone's doing like this Doge, and it's like this. It, yeah, back in 2014, I don't even know I where to Dogecoin. start. What's that? Back in 2014, I mined some Dogecoin. I think I got like twelve, thirteen dollars US out of it. The deal. Just by letting a program on a computer. For? Uh, well, that was the one months. that they said you could. That was the one that you said you could actually mine decently, even yeah. though it was like a joke currency. But like the T-shirts are out now with the stupid dog meme. Oh, it's um, it's absolutely a thing. I think this is the one. This is the one where I think Reddit tried to troll Wall Street, getting like Dogecoin billboards and shit, and they're all sitting there giggling, like. <laughs> you know, like I can just hear the, the snide giggles it's from true. the crowd. Yeah, and then uh, now it's becoming a thing where they're talking. Now you have the news saying Reddit is saying buy silver, and it's driving silver prices up. Silver went up like fifty cents, right? So, like, it did what's like, crazy. No, we did. No, so Elon Musk did a clubhouse thing yesterday, and. You know, somebody asked him about everything that's going on, he and that. Doge. Huh? He tweeted out. Doge. Oh, I know, and so and and, and so and so people asked him. You know, somebody asked him about. You know, what do you think about this, that, and the other thing? 
And I thought his answer was kind of cr- like when you think about it, scarily accurate when he, he just kind of shrugged and he was like, what do you want me to say? Like when I say things, it shifts the market. And like, and that's like, dude, that's a crazy thing. And that's, and like, and that's the, that's kind of the one that everybody was, is sort of waiting on to see what happens is if Musk is going to dive in because he's, he's got a history, um, out there of not being a fan of, of, of shorts in general. And, and so if you mean he has a soul, yeah, go figure. Elon Musk has a soul. Um, and so, if if he decides to dive in and like starts having like somebody because it won't be him but somebody on his staff hey go find me another hedge fund that has a really overly heavy short position on something and I'm gonna f with it dude he can like he can destroy company just just by himself like he could just he could decide to yeah, just you think Reddit yeah Reddit thought they had power was letting Musk get behind it oh yeah. So. I mean, and I mean, he's he's bored. I mean, he's always doing. <laughs> he's always looking for something new to amuse himself. So why not? The one thing that I just that I don't want to happen. It already happened, where they're like Reddit's being mentioned on the news, and all the people that think they are Reddit, like we did it, Reddit. Like, uh, exclamation one! Exclamation one! We did it! Like they, um, no. This, this time they finally did do it, though. Um, after they've been saying they've been doing stuff for years and years and years and years. Um, but now they actually, they can wear that one. They can wear that feather, their fedora with pride. Hey, I mean, it, it's, I, I dude, I've told you forever that I, my whole take on Reddit is that it has always been the most Isley cantina of the internet. Uh, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I love this entire process. I love everything about it. Um, and they did absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing. They played the rule. They there played the game. Very, very. No, it's just like it's society. You have some very, very funny people and some normal people. Then you have like those ten assholes on all, all sides of the spectrum that are unfortunately the loudest. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have the bots, and then that's the problem with it is you don't need to be. You can have like seventy three names, throwaway accounts. You know, if you were your name, you act a lot. You, when I'm Bob W on Facebook, I act a shitload different than when I'm, you know, Smorgasbord Incorporated. We're, we're aware. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, I can, no, I'm just like no, I'm like a hacker on Call of Duty when you when I get spectators and I calm down. Now that I know Randy watches my my, uh, <laughs> I totally. <laughs> now I got to be I good. The argument anymore that I used to, um, and you know what? Uh, screw you, Google. Even though you own my soul and I'm bound to you for the rest of my life, um, they went ahead and uh, you know they went and took Robin Hood and the App Store down to a one star. Not that you're never going to buy Robin. Well, no. So what? So out. yeah. I mean, so the so basically, Robin Hood halted trading, um, pissed a lot of people off, and so they started flooding it with one star reviews in the Google App Store and the Apple Store. Um, however, apparently none of those negative reviews were showing up in the Apple store, but they very much were in the Google play store. Uh, it took it down to a legit one star. Yeah. And, and so Google apparently just deleted over a hundred thousand reviews that had come in. And their excuse was, it was like a coordinated and inorganic reviews. And I'm like, no, they were all pissed off at the company. Yeah. No, you, it doesn't get any more organic than that. Yeah. Right. It was like a like it wasn't like some house mom that didn't get her pita bread at a, at a Lebanese restaurant and then tells all their friends. To and we talked. Yeah, that's inorganic. Right. These are these are red, red Robin users. These are red Robin. Users. Yum. <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> um, but at least Robin Hood. Although t- Robin Hood's a very good employer. Dude, I loved I loved that meme that came out that said, you know, it's it's ironic that, you know, that they're named Robin Hood. And then when some actual Robin Hood shit started happening, they turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, here's so I, I hear they're I hear they're rebranding as Sir John now. To appease an unhappy staff, Robin Hood on Thursday provided roughly a thousand employees a forty dollar credit to DoorDash. <sighs> <laughs> so someone quotes like forty dollars of DoorDash credit to help pay off our morals. Yeah, to buy my soul. Yeah, employee group to belong in. 
But like, could you imagine you just did one of the like one of the shittiest things as a company could do? Your PR is a nightmare right now. Hey guys, hey guys, get yourself your your girlfriend or boyfriend something real nice at DoorDash. But like, but for forty dollars oh, or less. You guys are amazing. Yeah, I like you now. Dude, great. You're not- you're not a bad company. So you know what? Here's here's a this is one of those great stories. Um, I, I don't I don't in fact I, I don't even know that you know this story. Um, phenomenally, once upon a time, for a little company that I worked for, uh, said, "Hey, you know what? You won uh, employee of the month. Uh, go spend a hundred dollars on whatever, um, and and just expense it. Like and and it'll be you know just whatever. Cool. So I did. Um, and and then. The, the owner, the 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 uh, HR lady was like, "Well, but we need the receipt." I was like, "Oh, wait, you need you actually need the, re- the receipt?" She was like, "Yeah." I'm like, oh, "Oh, okay." And 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 so I go back to my car and I I get the receipt and I I had done a little shopping um at at Lovers Lane, um and and bought a uh, I was gonna say it was Club. no and and bought a certain. Uh, uh, device uh, that was rather high end, um, and uh, and so and so she looks at it and she just starts laughing, and she's like, you know, what plugs are a hundred dollars? <laughs> no, Bob. Uh, and uh, and she's like, she's like, you know, I won't even say his name, but what the owner of the company needs to sign off on this, right? I'm like, oh my god, and he, dude, and the guy that owned the company was like the squeakiest, like qu- like cleanest little Mormon dude you've ever met in your life. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll bring it over to him. And so I bring it over, and he looks at it, and he's like, oh, he's like, well, what's what's Lovers Lane? I've never heard of that store before. And I look at him, and I go, it's a um, it's a couple store. And he gets like all red, and he was like, okay, just sign. <laughs> In there before, wow, couples, how embarrassing! It's a thing. Uh, but yeah, so hey, if you're if you if yeah, if I had to show my CEO, I bought a pegging device at Lover's Lane for my. It wasn't a strap on for the love of God, Jesus. <laughs> um, but hey, was, uh, there was a strip club on there was a strip club on Eight Mile, and uh, this was back in my HP days. And I found out through like a line of people, like they go, "Hey, you can take out this certain uh, company that rhymes out with schmomp you wear, and uh, the, the they can they they have a sports bar." So on the receipt, instead of saying it was like, you know, oh yeah, they said it was like B and G Sports Bar, yeah, and uh, so like they turned the receipt in, like, hey, that worked. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, but hey, so speaking of a uh, couple stores and getting screwed, um, that is a phenomenal segue. Did you did you look at this Jason Collier story at all? I. I, I looked up the it. name, but I didn't look it up. A lot of the Boys, I'm I'm I'm, dis- like, I'm disappointed in you. No, it's like guy had like two wives and six girlfriends and eighteen mistresses. Dude, and, it's you know. it's just it's the beauty of social media. So this guy lives in this little tiny town called Stinnett, Texas, like population two thousand or something like that, little tiny joint. Um, and he's married, four kids, and. So uh, everything was all fine and good until some girl uh, posts a photo of herself and her boyfriend as their as her new profile picture, and one of her friends goes, "Oh my God, I know that guy's wife," and she was like, "What?" And so I start like I I got clued into this like two hours in, and so watching all of the drama on Facebook unroll unveil in real time was amazing. So this guy is a police chief. He's the police chief of this town. He's also an ordained minister. <laughs> and his whole shtick was he would only like his his. So he had his wife and four kids and then he would have girlfriends that were at least an hour away. And he had and he had several of them, two of whom That's pretty much every tech sales guy I know. <laughs> wait, out, wait, out yourself, Bob. <laughs> um, and so. But like two of them, he had proposed to, uh, and that they were that they were, he was that he wanted said he wanted to marry. That's his biggest mistake, dude. And they all ca- and every one of them eventually got tagged in on this Facebook thread of her profile picture. It was unbelievable. Well, then, so the one that posted the profile picture was like, well, you know, yeah, like I asked, like, so she's like, I I did my homework and I did a little googling. Um, so this guy had apparently, so he was the police chief, like I said, apparently he had admin rights on the, 
uh, Stennett Police Department Facebook page, which, by the way, he eventually shut down in the midst of all this. Um, and he had edited his bio and profile and the announcement of his hiring to remove the part about being married with four kids. Um, but, but so she Googled, found out, asked him about it, and he was like, oh, no, that's being annulled. It's not a big deal, yada, 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 and shot her a court document that said, hey, you know, for an annulment. That was a faked court document. So as this explodes on social media, kids, if you're paying attention at home, do not fake a court document. That's a felony. And so not only did he resign his job, so this all broke on like Monday. On Wednesday, he resigns his job as police chief. On Thursday, he is arrested by the Texas Rangers um, because he has falsified official court documents uh, in order to try to pull off this like little multi-gaming fraud. Now what are you supposed to do? You got to go work at Walmart now. Well, I did. Like, I, like, and what's like so that like that's the thing like I don't like that's that's the like this is I mean it's not the only case of of shit like this happening but mother of God dude like why yeah I I just don't understand why people can't be honest with why propose well um, you know for one oh yeah well and he's telling one girl that you know he, the one girlfriend that he's being like he's got this special job he's got to go to Nashville to help investigate the bombing that happened down there over Christmas meanwhile he's in Taos New Mexico with another girlfriend cuz that's the thing dude this thread evolved into them like trading pictures of oh my god he was with me this date oh yeah here's the timestamp on this picture here's the video he sent me here's the video he sent me it's to the- you know, here's the <laughs> the two things you can't get away with in this day and age is serial killing, like the Night Stalker, and, and having multiple wives. It's just too much, too many nest cams, too many, uh, too much digital. <laughs> well, it's that dude, like the pictures. Yeah, the old uh, you know the six degrees of Kevin Bacon now applies to everyone. Like they're like like we we you and I are six degrees away from somebody in the remotest village in like Nigeria like that's <laughs> that's just how it works these days pretty well speaking of that they um it's actually Thailand but it's close um this is my favorite story of the week um, <laughs> Patriot. 220 221 whatever yeah whatever that way that way it's so far um target target I, I had to read this headline three times target joins other retailers in dropping Choco coconut products over forced monkey labor allegations. Dude, I I literally had to read this story twice because I thought at first I thought you were sending an onion link. I I, I truly no. did I truly did not believe that this was a real story. NBCnews.nbcnews.com. <laughs> I, I and so I mean I guess so let's put this in context. This is PETA is touting this as a big win for them uh, because there's a company in Thailand that's using monkeys to get coconuts off trees so they can make coconut water and coconut milk and, and all these other coconut products. And and they're, they're, PETA was mad that the monkeys are being used as slaves. They were tra- They were training them. To climb them up, twist the coconuts until they fell, and they'd come back down. What? Why is this a problem? I don't. I don't understand. They say it's yeah, it's unfortunate cruelty. The monkeys we don't like to see them abused this way. Um, wouldn't I? Couldn't even imagine though, like sitting there with your boss going, "Boss, let's not hire people. Let me get a couple monkeys, and they'll climb up there, and we don't have to. We just have to give them bananas and shit, like." Okay, let's do that. Like, yeah, why? Why would? Yeah. When does, that become, when does it even become a conversation, though? I, I, I would, I would. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe right off the bat, like, because, like, that's my thing is, don't monkeys, don't monkeys go up and get coconuts anyway? Like, is this a truly unusual behavior for them? I don't. I don't know if they have the chisel though to open them. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, I, I don't, I didn't understand why that was such a big deal and why, yeah, because Target. If that's what Pete is looking, if that's what Pete is looking into, man, they're digging deep. I, so, it, there's like, 
they're cap- keeping these monkeys captive and apparently punishing them by removing their teeth if they refuse. Oh, because they're fighting back. Yeah, like these so are. So it's wild not like monkeys. the horses in Franken where they're where they're treated like gods. These are these no. are treated like mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were like being dickheads or yeah. No. Yeah, if they were removing teeth. They were you know, they were them. captive monkeys raised for this. They're they're wild monkeys that they're harvesting and beating into submission, basically. I love how the um, after I sent this article, on but I mean, they're monkeys. Aren't we allowed to do that? Is like, are, like, isn't that part of being at the top of the food chain? Like, aren't can't we do that? <laughs> like, so we make we make dolphins. Horses. We make dolphins jump through shit at SeaWorld, and they're not really thrilled about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. I sent these articles two days, of, two days apart, but I said mine was uh, for the for the nut for the Robin Hood halting trading. I said, "Eat a giant bag of monkey shit, you effing ass." <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh, I had no idea those were back to back. How appropriate. Um, hey, uh, so uh, <laughs> New England is having a really bad week. Um, I, I gotta be honest, I'm, I've never been happier to have been out of New England because <laughs> as we all know, that's like, that's where I grew up. Uh, last week, huge internet outages, uh, had massive, massive issues. Uh, this week, huge snowstorms <laughs> getting dumped on like nobody's business. How do you? I don't get how you have internet outages in today's day and age. I really don't. Uh, someone wanted um, to plug in the coffee pot. That's usually how that works. No, but you have, there's how many, there's peering stations everywhere in major metropolitan areas. There's dozens of them. This isn't like there's like six naps anymore. They're everywhere. Right. But I mean, there's, it always comes dude. I mean, you know, Tech 101, no matter how slick you think you are, there is always a single point of failure that you missed. Always. Well, no. here's the thing, though. It goes quick, quickest path. So let's say the Jersey nap shits. Cool. It's going to go to Chicago or it's going to route through Canada or it's going to go across oh, the pond. Like and then that. that gets bogged down because of excessive traffic. And then, I mean, that's how that happens. Eh, all I know is I hit my 100% for Comcast this month or last month, and I'm not happy. I got one warning. Now I have to pay. You don't hit that. Text. You don't hit that every month. <laughs> I usually get to like 95, 97%. <laughs> now I was like a week left, and I hit the 100%. I'm like, you have three kids. I have two. And I like basically, I, I what's usually funny is I usually get that warning around like 11 o'clock at night on the last day of the month. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it all started when I started playing Call of Duty. Ah, uh, see. Break. So it's all your fault. Then, Can't even know, blame the kids. I'm, while I'm playing, it's downloading 16 things. And um, I had to argue with my kid that uh, wireless is faster than Ethernet directly plugged in when, when you have more wireless. So... Yeah, no, she said, I, direct, I plugged in directly to the router, so it should be faster. I'm like, well, we have 300 meg going into the house. So the wireless kind of, you know, I, I'm getting 300 down on my Eero. Yeah. You know, doing a speed test. So. Depends on what your device, yeah, it depends on what the actual device supports. Right. Uh, what do we got? Uh, oh, uh, dude, so... I, this wasn't even on the list, but there are, there were actually two Beaumont stories. Um, so one was apparently somebody found a flaw in the uh, the vaccine sign up list uh, software to um, you know get in get in position for vaccinations for COVID. And what was it? Twenty three hundred, twenty four hundred, twenty seven hundred people uh, basically jumped the line. Uh, granted, all of those have since been canceled, but. Um, still managed to like jump out of the line that's now been fixed. The the other Beaumont story that's a little bit more concerning uh, is so the former Detroit sports reporter um, who died during a routine colonoscopy. Uh, yeah, like that kind of jacked up. Um, you know, he went in for a colonoscopy, uh, something with you know either. Uh, you know, the, the anesthesia, the anesthesiologist, uh, you know, he was intubated during the procedure. Was he intubated properly? I mean, but long story short, this guy died during what should have been a routine procedure. 
Um, and now there is a witch hunt apparently going on at Beaumont. Uh, where you know emails have gone out to employees that they are clearly more concerned about finding who leaked this story uh, than they are about actually fixing the problem, and I mean like that's the that's the sad reality is that like Beaumont you know used to be like the like that was like if if, if something was going wrong you wanted to go to Beaumont. And with all the changes that have gone on over the course of the past year, that's no longer the case. You know, they've outsourced all this stuff, all the – and it's that they outsourced their anesthesia department to the lowest bidder. And, well, we know how well that works from our roads. Well, when I got Pseudomonas at St. Joe's, when I got Pseudomonas at St. Joe's, I brought it up to a few people. And they're like, oh, yeah, my wife got it at – and that's from Dirty Hospital Water. Um, it gets into – you know, when they did the, my wash. When they do the rinse, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, my wife got it at Beaumont. Like, oh, wait, what? Like, you know what I mean? You don't expect that. Yeah. Like, they were, yeah, they were the, they were the Cadillac of, of but, uh, you know, even, you know, even funnier, my, uh, I don't know what happened at uh, McLaren Health. I won't say which one, but my wife got to go home early from work today because there was a pipe bomb threat at a, at a hospital, like at a hospital, right, of all things. Um, so, yeah. She was on by by lunchtime. Were they were were they a vaccination spot? Because that happened this week. Uh oh yeah. With the I don't know. Did Maybe you, did you see that? Did you see that? Why would you stop people? Dude, that was a that crazy ass story. God. No, it's one thing not to get vaccinated. It's another thing to like stop people from getting it. It's like whatever happened to you do you? Like you know what I mean? Like. I dude, and that's like that's the thing that right. I mean, dude, and we we've had this conversation a million times. Like, why does it bother you what somebody does in their bedroom, what somebody does, you know, in their own lives? What is you know, it's it's like being in line at the sub shop and getting pissed off because the guy ahead of you is getting a meatball sub when you're going to order a club. You're not putting it in your it mouth. Takes longer to make the meatball. I totally get it. <laughs> you know, heat it up and you're you're not putting it in your mouth. It has no impact on your life whatsoever. Just shut up and let that you know let that person enjoy their sandwich and move on. But yeah, I mean, people actually like were protesting and blocking entry to a vaccination center. It, it, just dumb. Like just yeah. Just let them go. Do you like yo? Don't get your vaccination. Right. Don't give a shit. Don't you know get I mean? it. Who like, cares? Yeah. Right. Right. Then go sit in your house with your, not, you know, not vaccinated ass and fine. Good, good for you. Or don't wait. Go out and get it and get intubated. And yeah, we'll see how that works out for you. Yeah. Whatever. Um, what we did forget about was um, I gave up on, well, I, I'm going to bring it up, WandaVision. Um, I gave up on it. I flat out solely gave up on it. I thought, it was, I thought the first episode. Huh? How many did you watch before you gave up? First one. I watched the first one. I said, I'm done. Uh, this is hot garbage. I want nothing to do with it. Um, oh, my God. This whole time I haven't had my microphone. Um, there. Now I had, now my microphone's plugged in. I was wondering why you sounded a little hollow. There we go. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm like, the cord's hanging down. I see the USB end. Um, that can't be right. You were the first hour of the show today. Um, I mean, you know. Let's re-record. Yeah. We'll just no, mulligan. We'll start over. All right. Hey, welcome to episode 385 hey. of the... <laughs> should have told me I sounded like... Sh- I know I normally sound like shit anyway. Um, so, yeah, I gave up on the first episode, Randy. I honestly thought it was going to be a Honeymooners I Dream a Genie show, and that was it. I didn't think it was actually going to go anywhere. Because um, typically, the, the my take is like the really well-written shows. Like, you end the show wanting more. Those kind of shows... So all of a sudden I started hearing people going, oh shit, oh shit, episode four, oh shit. So I'm like, fine. So I sat down on Saturday and I caught up and it turned into a Marvel show. And now people are mad that it turned into a Marvel show. They wanted it to be <laughs> I Dream a Genie. So and that's the funny thing. Like I dude, I I think dude, I think streaming services have ruined people. I, I really, really do. Like I because and, and I dude, I remember bitching um when um Oh God! What was it? Eleven twenty-three uh, came out, and it was you know the the story about you know the JFK assassination. It was on Hulu, and like that was the first series that I was really into that did the weekly release instead of the hey we're dropping an entire season on you. Well, could you imagine Mandalorian though if it was uh, dropped at once? You know, I, well and well so like I said so like the the eleven twenty-two sixty-three was like that was the first one that did it. And, you know, and then the Mandalorian did it. So like that, like, I don't understand why people aren't 
okay with that premise now. Like it's I didn't, no, I didn't. Nobody was bitching about that. People were bitching that it turned into a Marvel series. Then in the beginning, people were bitching because it was a hokey "I Dream a Genie" show. Oh no, dude! I, like the the bitching that I saw was was basically that it it took four episodes to get interesting to them. Oh well, here's the like. I remember you remember when Lost dropped. Like the first episode, you were. Like, I'm Jesus, Mother of God. Happier I'm than sh- I've literally have never watched an episode of that show. Oh. The first episode completely draw drew you in, and it was like every end. Every show ended like, God damn it! Like you want it, you can't wait till the next one. Like, I think the the problem is that bar has been set so high by so many really good shows. So on, like, so the like, I guess recent history, like the the show that did that the the either the best or the worst, I guess depending on your point of view. To me, like Cobra Kai. Dude, Cobra Kai has done such a great job of ending an episode on shit. I have to watch the next one right now. Moment, like they like, mm-hmm. and now granted, and they drop an entire season at once, and so that's good. Um, but like, people don't remember when a season of a show had 22, 26 episodes. They don't remember when you only got one episode a week. You They don't remember when that kind of, like when that was the norm. And so like streaming services have ruined people. There well, the were problem is episodes and it ruined and helped because like, I remember watching lost for what, seven years and like they're in purgatory. God damn it. JJ Abrams. Like, <laughs> or like Saint, Saint Elsewhere, like it was all the mind. It was the kids' dream, story. yeah. Like I invested all this time into it. Like at least, not let me know what I'm in for. But like the first yeah. episode of Wandavision, that was if that was a representation of episode leading up to episode four, that was a really piss poor, like try to get people wrapped into that show. It so, just really was. So I mean, I'm I, like I'm with you. Like after listening to you and a couple other people. Um, it, I I haven't watched it yet. Um, now that I've heard everything about season four, that's on my game plan for this week. Is I gotta it's great, yeah, it's effing great. Um, but like, yeah, it took me four episodes to like to to get there. The third you- one is actually the third one was actually starting to hint that, and you were like, okay, what are you doing? You know, and the second one was like one thing was kind of weird, but like, you know. The I don't eat food jokes were getting old. You know what I mean? Like the uh, the laugh track was trash. Um, You know, but now it's like okay. Now you now we just got payoff. Um, Yeah, the beekeeper probably should have been in episode one instead of episode two. Yeah, of Wandavision that would have helped. Well, you didn't. You wouldn't have known what it was though. But there was the sword logo on the back and and things and Wanda resetting. So that he wasn't there. So, you know, yeah, a little bit more than just the stop it scene, I think, to set up the something's not quite right here. Right. But it's, you know, it's classic Marvel and it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. good. Um, Plus, the way episode four started. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Drop like, the bomb. Yeah. Right in the middle of Endgame, basically. Right. Right. Oh, that was like, oh, my God. And I'm like screaming for my wife to come in and watch. And she's like. <laughs> What am I watching? <laughs> what I, I why? Like, I why am I here? Why? I was so excited. I'm like, oh my god! He's like, oh. it took me a minute to realize. I was like, oh, is this just a creative intro? But no, they're unsnapping. Right, right, right. It was like in the middle of that. It was like, yeah. did we just give it? Was that a spoiler alert? I'm sorry. We spoil shows all the time. People should know. Yeah, I know. Oh, we do. Uh, so hey, um, I'm gonna go grab uh, ice and a refill. Uh, do you want to have a little uh, momentary memorial for Screech? I, I know that was more in your wheelhouse than mine. No, we were telling stories about him today. Um, he did stand up comedy at so uh, Screech Dustin Diamond passed away from cancer. He got it like three weeks ago and passed away. It was insane. Oh, I didn't realize it was that insane. Bad story. Yeah, like uh, stage four lung cancer. Found yeah. out about three weeks ago. Oh, passed damn. away quickly. We um, we did. Uh, see him at Chaplin's Comedy Club, which was the old bowling alley, Fountain View Lanes on 15 and Grossbeck. Okay. Um, me, my, and, and the guys I grew up with, and uh, we used to always like ask people to go to the post bar. Like, that was our thing. Like post bar Mount Clements was was the thing. So we would like we asked um, uh, Emo Phillips and we asked Kevin Nealon and like pretty much Pauly Shore. Like, hey, we you know we I work at this bar down the street. You know what I mean? We'll take care of you. You know a lot of pretty girls and. Uh, Dustin Diamond was like, 
nah. But do you guys have any weed? Like, you just flat out, like, I don't want to hang out with you, but if I'll buy some pot from you if you want. So, and he was an awful stand up comic, by the way, like one of the worst I've ever seen in doing stand up in my life. Um, not even a one funny story. Um, uh, he did some crazy things after, in between, you know, Say by the Bell and Death. What, what porn? Porn and like the, um, VH1 reality contest shows like with washed up celebrities. Well, he and, never he never really made it. Like you know yeah. what I mean. There was all the other ones kind of had a career, right? Like him and Lark Voorhees, just they were the ones that were left behind. And now, you know, you look at Mario Lopez was on Entertainment Tonight and Tiffany. You know, uh, you know they were all yeah. you know huge prominent stars. And then um, basically at the end of the day, so and then you, you sent a thing over about. I, the, the last thing I think I want to watch, and I know I'm going to watch it, is the damn Snyder cut for Justice League. Yeah. We've been talking about it for six months already. Just get it over with. Well, I mean, we've been talking about it since the, the movie came out. Yeah. Hit the theater. No, and I was, uh, who was I arguing with? I think I was arguing with my daughter. And she's like, DC sucks, Dad. And I go, you need to understand something. For my age, like Marvel not sucked but like you had you know the incredible hulk was an awesome show captain america was trash he was on a motorcycle with a stupid plastic shield um iron man was a trash can linda carter high wonder woman yeah i go but we had like i grew up on super friends man meanwhile the legion of doom meanwhile at the legion of doom i had 60s batman like everything, like uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman, like that—that that was the dope shit. That was like the good. It's all we eating. had. That's all we had, but that was the good eating. There wasn't, you know what I mean? Like Marvel wasn't like there was never this argument because we just took what we could. No, because dude, the best yeah, the best X Men did was the cartoon. You cut out, Dave. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The best that uh, Marvel did was the X Men cartoon. Yeah. I mean, they had some earlier cartoons like Spider-Man and his amazing friends and things that were mediocre. At yeah. Best. Yeah, but it was but still yeah. the song. It was about the song. It wasn't even about the show. X- <laughs> Dude, X-Men wasn't until I was in college. Yeah, 93, 94. Yeah. Right, right. I was already almost done with college. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, and I remember the video game more than I remember the cartoon. Oh, which was so good. It was. You can get it at one up arcade, I think, for like $500 or $600. Storm no shit. Was so fragile, though. Storm, shit on my lap. But we do, yeah. But 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 Storm has that one scene with uh, you know the um, uh, why can't I think of the big robots, the Sentinels, uh, where uh, like who knew Storm had um, that backside? Wow, yeah. (laughs) Everyone did not know. Justice League Snyder cut. It's apparently going to be four hours long. Like. No wonder it didn't make the theater. Well, and they're still releasing intermissions. These so days. they're still releasing it as four one-hour episodes. Yes. Oh, I don't know. That sounds horrible. So that was that was the plan that they announced before. Like so, I th- like they announced the release date. Great, but the like the last the last update we saw from a format perspective was they were releasing it as four one-hour episodes. Uh, the release strategy has seemingly changed from the initial four-episode miniseries to a single feature film. Oh Jesus, tap dancing Christ! I'll sit and watch it on a Saturday. What else? You know, well, now that yeah, the true. world's open, I'm, I'm going to watch it, it, but I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> well, no, because Randy, Randy if you had a dollar like, for every time you've said that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but here's the thing: at the end of the day, like I'm being I'm being the purist that read the book, smiting that it was that it's hot garbage. Like you know, I wish there was Solomon Grundy and Apache Chief and. You know mm. the the Warner twins, and you know bringing like I, I want the good bad guys. I don't want the the one stepping wolf that I never heard of before and fancy RoboCop. No, <laughs> you know, I want Aquaman <laughs> to ride on a seahorse, giant purple seahorse, no yes. less. Thank you. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, I, I, as, as I, Randy, um, I, I know you're, you're the, uh, you're the eye drone among us. Um, if you're going to get an iPhone 12, apparently don't get a pacemaker ever. Yeah. So Apple published guidelines, uh, that says that iPhone 12s inter- could interfere with medical devices. Um, which isn't that a standard warning on most electronic devices? Uh, that's y- the same as. Yeah, but this one this one seemed a little like 
take it a little more seriously. Like we're 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 very aware that it could happen. Uh, Apple says, though all iPhone 12 models contain more magnets than prior iPhone models, they're not expected to pose a greater risk of magnetic interference to medical devices than prior iPhone models. That's such but, a classic you know, news piece. So maybe the iPhone 12 can kill you. Maybe all tell you after sports and weather. Well, maybe all, then maybe all iPhones can stop pacemakers. Maybe maybe that's it. <laughs> if it's no worse than any previous model, maybe they've all been doing this. and We just didn't know. Maybe that's what Apple wants. It, hey. Could be, uh, Bob. Are you going to uh, six inches away from your heart? Yeah, you going to uh, you going to queue up to uh, spend an, an overnight session in a Seven Eleven? There, no, <laughs> I don't. I, why? <laughs> I I just thought this this was I thought this was entertaining. Um, there's a, apparently a new Seven Eleven is getting ready to open up in Dallas, um, and they're renting it out as an Airbnb uh, for two one night stays. Uh, you can't take both. Um, it is open for you know two people. Uh, they're outfitting it with a PS5 uh, and like you know a big screen to play games, and you can apparently just raid the Seven Eleven to your heart's content while you're there. I'm not gonna lie. For the low, low price of eleven dollars, spending a night at Seven Eleven, playing PlayStation Five, and having access to all the Red Bull and snacks and that kind of crap that I want for eleven dollars, not a bad deal. No, 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 cool. no, 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 no. I could eat that much in beef jerky in three seconds. That's what I mean. You, and you could do that for eleven dollars. Wait, it includes all you can eat food. Yes. Oh, geez. No oh, way. Yeah, that was that's part of the deal. I'd be doing the wheeze the juice with the Slurpee machine. I can tell you right now. No, man. This is stupid. You know what I want 7-Elevens to have again? The two video games, that little nook. Right. 7-Elevens to have freaking double gulps again. They got rid of the big cups like over a year ago now. That was the biggest drink you can get is 32 ounces now. That was that's it was enough for a Boone's Farm bottle to go across the border. That was fine by me. Um, That's. Thank Bloomberg for that one. No big sodas. <laughs> nice. Uh, but they sell the Bubba mugs there for the like 64 ounce. They absolutely like, do. Yeah. Most obnoxious coolers in the history. But you can't humanity. refill them right now. So you're going to buy a $7 mug every time you want more than 32 ounces of liquid. You can't bring in the mug? No. No refills. Shiza, I thought you could bring your coffee <laughs> mugs in. They used to back in the day. You could pre-pandemic, but they've shut down um, refills. Oh, boo! What's the dumb? Oh, I was at my kid's school for her play. You know they got to wear the 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 welding shields, but like the no, I didn't know realize like drinking faucets were arbiters of uh, COVID spread. Have you seen people use drinking fountains? Kinda like putting their lips right up on the oh. tap. And, oh no, I've I've seen people do that, which basically oh. prohibits me from ever using them ever. Yeah. When's the last time you drank out of a drinking fountain? Like, I not not because I've seen people do that, and I'm like, no. There's always gum in it. Yeah, my favorite is when you push the button and the the water shoots out over beyond the fountain. Basin. The sixteen candles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, I read it, but I didn't read it. Read it. It was like I skimmed it, and it sounded um, so. Like Google warns of like the social engineering method. So um, this was interesting. Yeah. So basically, uh, so North Korea, they're setting up these websites uh, that deliberately have a an exploit built into them. If you're running Win 10 in Chrome, uh, you are vulnerable to them. Uh, they're writing like legitimate blogs and Twitter. Like, yeah, I mean, it's well, they're mostly legit. Like, so like they've said, you know, some of the exploits they've talked about, like, have are just patently false um, and don't exist. But they've then created a bunch of these, you know, basically spam Twitter bots to tweet and talk about the things that are posted there for the expressed purpose of getting you to click a link to the site, which then hijacks and takes over your system. Um yeah. Which Chrome just released an update, I believe, yesterday to correct. Well, then they're contacting security researchers to ask them um, to collaborate. And then then once they agree, they'll send over a Visual Studio project containing malware. Yep. Um, So they're getting all these security researchers, like, putting malware on their machines, which I couldn't imagine a security researcher falling for that shit or... It's it, well, it, it's like me with God. Weren't we at the uh, the B sides conference when the guy like ran? There was a, here. Hey, here's the USB drive with what you need. Yeah. Okay, click. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's just like the fact that the the time that it involves to like write this legitimate thing just for that sole like God. Again, just take ten percent of the time and use your powers for good, not evil, and we'll all be better off. No, and it's, I'm still watching. Like I think we talked about this like a month ago. The, the YouTube channel where the guy sits on the phone for like two hours. Yes, with the, uh, with the, with the people <laughs> like for the for the cards. The best part is he's getting it more advanced. Where he's like, he's redeeming fake. He built a website called like Community Bank, Community Central Bank. And like he wrote this code, and he basically just opens up the code to change the bank account numbers. And he's like, the he's like, you know, showing like, you know, I transfer all the money to my son, so you can't steal from me. And it's like, then he flips between husband and wife, and he's like, why are you trying to get my money? And the guys are like, don't turn off your computer! Like they're screaming at him, and it's like, and he's sitting there giggling the whole time. That's outstanding. They're like get, get the gift cards. He goes, I, do you mean to tell my husband to go to the gas station buy gift cards? So then he's like, oh, I'm on Google Play. I'm going to redeem him. He's like, don't redeem him. Tell me the code. He's like, well, I want to put it on the computer. So he like does this whole elaborate. And they're just, they're painful watching it. I'm not going to lie. Like, you laugh, but you're like going, oh, my God. Like that That's actually a thing. Mm. Yeah, two hours, like on the phone, you know. Oh, hey, I uh, I forgot to mention uh, at the top, because, you know, we always talk about events. We haven't had that. We still haven't scheduled those yet. Um, but we are uh, bringing back free podcast day this weekend. We have that running in the Detroit, Northville, and Hamtramck locations um, basically all weekend long. We're going to do them Saturday and Sunday um, around the shows that we have booked, obviously. Uh, but so, hey, if you want to check it out, hit podcastdetroit.com, uh, hit the free podcast day link, and yeah, we're doing a thing. Gonna see how that goes. I can't see it not going well. No, I mean honestly, like it is. It has literally been a year since we have done. Like the the last one we did was the first weekend of February last year, um, and and it's it 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 bugs me that we haven't been able to do one because of everything that's been going on. And I'm uh, I am I'm looking forward to like seeing some new people and seeing some new faces. With masks on, at least until they're in the studios, <laughs> um, it, you know this is going to be the official launch per se of the Hamtramck location. Uh, they're totally stoked and, and dorked about it, so this should be a good thing. Yeah, I've known my um, physical therapist for like uh, almost a year now, and she's like, "Oh, that's what you look like." Because I had to take my mask off because I literally couldn't breathe after this thing we did. I'm like, she goes, "I don't know how." It, what it was. She goes, "Show me your picture on Facebook so I know what you look like." Nice. Oh, um, oh and by the way. Uh, Best wishes to Mr. Matt Stafford going to L.A. Um, been a big deal. My Sunday television for the last 12 years of my life. Watched every basically play he's ever done, except for maybe, a, you know, 1% of them. And uh, it's sad to see him go, but he's going to, you know, turn into a, in my opinion, he's going to be another Justin Verlander. And uh, I'm not going to root for the Rams, but I'm going to root for him. And oh, I, I thought you meant leak sex tape. Leak <laughs> nudes. Justin oh, Verlander. Verlander, yeah, Verlander. yeah. Nobody knew. Uh, nobody knew Justin Verlander could actually finish until the fappening happened. That was. Uh, that was. Uh, the- uh, <laughs> yeah, I, went, I was going to go into some details and jokes, but I am going to refrain. I'll talk to him offline. Bob, that was that was. We made all of those jokes the yeah, weekend the fappening happened. That was, yeah. Pretending that it's still funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, that, that, interesting. I'm I'm curious to see. Like I know um, basically everything I've said or everything. Excuse me. Everything I've read from Lions fans because you know me. I don't pay attention to football whatsoever. Um, think that this is going to be a good thing for the Lions. They got a couple picks out of the deal. Um, Goff is going to be a basically a, a transitional quarterback between you know right now this moment oh. and whoever they pick up in the draft. He's a number. He was a number one pick four years ago. Uh, where he went to a Super Bowl and he's got a six hundred winning percentage. Well, and they said is I I think I saw something today that said this is the first time that two number one picks have been traded been for traded each other. For yeah. Each other. Well, the crazy thing is if you look at what the Rams the Rams used a number one, two number twos, and two number threes to trade up to get him to draft Goff. Four years ago, wow. Yeah, so they drafted, so it's, it's already cost them four number ones, two number, or like all the, the whatever the loot that they spent. Right. Because they spent it, you know, so they're like, whatever, they're, they're remortgaging, or they're, you know, they're not going to have a first round pick for another seven years, but. Oh, it's the, it's the Red Wings then is what you're saying. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, but, the, you know, but the NFL draft's a lot more important than like hockey, baseball. Which. Um, 
speaking of, I shot this picture into one of the group chats, um, and and I was kind of curious. I had, a, I had a friend that went to a Wings game and took a picture from their seats, and I just thought it was funny that a there were people actually in the arena. Um, people in the arena. Oh, do you not remember? Do you not remember the picture that I shot across? No. Uh, it was in the uh, you, me, uh, Eric, and Eddie chat, um, and and so like like half the arena had people in it, the other half did not, and the half that didn't is the half that's behind the benches, i.e., where the TVs are, where the TV cameras are pointed at. So I'm like, okay, like that seems a little shady. Like, are you trying to make it look like there's nobody actually in the arena, or what's what's going on here? Like, I just I just thought that was really really weird. Or it's like a pro wrestling thing where it looks like they, they only put everyone in one section and then they only film from that section. Oh no! Like because if if you saw, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was just really really weird. I mean, I I just like I I get they're trying to start or they're starting to try to bring fans back in, but I mean, it just it just seemed really weird to me that if you're doing that, that you would do it in such a way that it would preclude you from showing fans on TV unless you were trying to hide something. It just seemed weird. I don't- it's better than re- what wrestling's doing right now. Like I, I, it's on Royal Rumble is one of my favorite nights of the year, and it's like I didn't even watch it. I can't. I was like, that was yesterday, right? Yeah, but it's like you got like two thousand thirty-two inch monitors like around the ring, and you have all these like one person in each TV mm. cheering, and it just it's 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 bad. Like I, I'd rather just it's just everyone's it. max headroom. Pretty much. <laughs> And then this guy's cheering, and the other guy doesn't know what he's doing, and one guy claps the whole time. And just, <laughs> nice. Just really obnoxious. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, we're going to wrap things up for episode 385 of the IT in the D Show. On behalf of uh, Bob, Dave, and Randy, do us all a favor. Drink up your drinks. Get your phone numbers. You don't got to go home. You just got to get the hell out of here. See you next week. Be careful. Don't be a dick at the bars. Tip, tip your waitresses and waiters. Very much and, so. Uh, beat it. <laughs>